Good morning and welcome to another episode of Sweetness and Light. I'm Justin, along with uh, your other host, Eric. How are you doing, Justy? You know, Eric, after 142 episodes, I somehow managed to uh, not even introduce myself correctly. Maybe I'm just so fluid that I, I, it, it's just second nature to just keep talking. Yeah, I know. I mean, everyone's got to be surprised uh, that you had a new name today. Well, folks, um, the person you know as Maurice is, is now calling himself Justin. Is that weird? Yeah, change is good. Change, you know, you, 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 you're, Justy was your, uh, your, your COVID identification. Now you're going back to your, uh, your, your native Maurice. Before I think you it's pronounced in, Maurice, right? Yeah. Well, before you went into witness protection, so welcome back. You know, can you? It'd be better if you didn't identify me that way, because now I'm afraid that someone's gonna. You know, you know what? My new so identity. for all for for all of the um you know all of the shows and, and movies that are premised on someone finding someone in witness protection and going after them and their people, uh, my understanding is no one who's ever entered Witsec has has ever been killed. So it's pretty that, effective. <laughs> that is unbelievably interesting. Where did you even read that? Um, some other show debunking all the shows that 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 use that as a plot line. Oh, okay. Because someone was, you know, being tried, they were trying to get someone to go into Witsec and, and that person was skeptical and, you know, and are they going to come after me and, uh, and my people and, uh, and they're like, well, no, because even if they want to, which they probably do, no one has ever been found out. God, that's cool. Now I have to say, I, I feel like you are like, you're even your, the way you pronounce it, it just makes you sound so cool. Like you're so in on the scene, you know, like it's Witsec. It's not even like witness protection. It's just, it's Witsec. Like you are there, you're living it, you own it. I love it. Well, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to be part of every, everything that I'm a part of or adjacent to or, or, or not even. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's funny. Someone posted on, uh, on Facebook yesterday. People are always asking questions. Most of them dumb, most of them inane, most of them I don't answer and don't respond to, you know, but, uh, someone did post, uh, you know, what would you feel comfortable giving a one hour, you know, essentially, what would you feel comfortable giving a one hour impromptu speech on? And everyone's, hmm. you know, everyone responds is pretty specific. Like they have one or two things that they feel that they could speak to for about an hour. I'm like, well, honestly, I think I could talk. To, yeah. I think I could talk for an hour about literally anything. And then I'm like, you know, and then I, before I po posted that, I, I asked other Eric, I'm like, uh, Hey, other Eric, um, does this sound a little vain if I say this? And uh, he goes, it sounds very vain, but uh, <laughs> but I don't believe it's not true. So I'm like, so you're saying I should say it? And he's saying, well, it sounds very vain. So I said it. <laughs> well, it's, it's pretty awesome. Uh, now, speaking I, of... I'm not saying, by the way, that I would be 100% accurate in everything I said for an hour, but I think... Uh, um, I think I, cer I certainly have enough general knowledge to cover virtually any topic, and, um, and 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 then one of my secret skills is that even if I didn't, I could sound like I did, but I try not to use that. Well, so along that kind of vein, my brother dropped a uh, just a Deuce. nugget of information on me this morning uh, that I I'm not sure I could talk for hours on the subject, uh, but he could now. Vasectomy. He got a vasectomy yesterday. I saw that. I saw. That. I I. I meant to respond to it. And I think I did like, cause he'd be, okay. So, so folks, just, just to give you more info into Steve's psyche, as well as, you know, as at current uh, medical state, he didn't just get a vasectomy. He immediately posted about it on social media. So, um, definitely part of the, uh, the share, the do all share all uh, generation. 
Yeah, it was well. The crazy part is, I actually didn't find out online because I didn't log in until later this morning. But he was talking to him on the phone. He's like, "So, did you read my post yesterday?" And I'm like, uh, uh, "Should I?" And he's like, um, "Yeah, it's some big news yesterday." I'm like, "Ah, oh, crap!" So I log in and look at it. I'm like, "You had a vasectomy?" He's like, "Yeah, it." Uh, the good news is it went really well, but uh, it definitely is a little tingly down there. So, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah, so so you 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 were caught unawares as well, a hundred percent. And then the best part was, I called mom afterwards. I'm like, mom, did you know that Steve was going to get a vasectomy? She's like, uh, no, he got a vasectomy. <laughs> so he he was able to keep the secret pretty pretty tight. And he had dinner with her on Sunday night. So, I mean, your mom didn't say, uh, was he drunk, <laughs> sir? I'm Steve. I. Uh... I don't know if I feel comfortable performing this this procedure. I mean, you're obviously you're obviously very inebriated. Do it, doctor. Uh, are, are you sure? Because because you're obviously you're drunk. Who's paying who? Well, <laughs> the the insurance, I guess. Then I guess I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I asked him. I was like, "Did you save a sample for uh, you know memory's sake?" And or he... for a gr- or for a great midnight snack. <laughs> oh God, Eric. <laughs> And Lexi was on the phone and goes, I told you we should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, apparently they didn't do that. Um, but he said, I mean, this is day two. He said he's like, you know, very not sore and he's moving around and like totally mobile. And it, it you know, hopefully it took. I guess I didn't know this. Maybe you do. Maybe our audience does too. But there's like a 20% chance it doesn't take. Did you know that? I didn't know it was 20%, but I knew that, that it was possible and that that, that, that that leads to embarrassment and difficulty and people accusing other people of lying from time to time. Is that how you explain several uh, illegitimate children? Is that kind of what's happening? Um, I try just not to, 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 to mention that, and I, and, and I make sure that uh, no one has my DNA, so you can't really do any kind of test. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough, dude. But I mean, that is, I got to give my brother credit. He usually is not sneaky, but I mean, he was able to keep, I mean, no one that I've talked to, his friends, everyone has any idea that he did this. So like, I, I tip my hat. That is, that is a big accomplishment. It is. It is for a big man. So congratulations to Steve. Um, your boys can no longer swim. So, so kudos on that. And, uh, and I guess if you change your mind these days, they are, it is, it is reversible, right? Yes, but I guess Steve, the way they did it with him, um, they it sounds like a very interesting technique. So what they do is they basically they cauterize it, you know, they they cut the tube, whatever. But then they put like a I didn't ask him what it is, but he, the way he described it was like a little sandbag inside, like a like a stopper, like in the end of it. So like what? Yeah. Really? So they they like tie it, they cauterize it, and then in between, like right before the tie or whatever on the the vas deferens, I think that's what it's called. Oh, there's some science right there. Um, they like seal it. You know, I was, and I, I, I got to just interject to say that you, I, as a kid, you could always re- remember that because it was like the vast difference between boys and girls. <laughs> I, I never thought of that until you said that now, but yes, that, that, that would have been a great way to, uh, to sell it. Yeah. Damn. So, I mean, that's a little, little, little mnemonic for you, for you, uh, you know, for you, uh, grade schoolers. <laughs> Hopefully not a lot of grade schools listening to this, but yes. So, you know, hats off to Steve. Hopefully there's, uh, you know, it's the way he did it. Apparently it can be reversed, but it is much more effective in ensuring that there are 
no more. So good luck to him. And good luck to us all. <laughs> I did ask him if he got nudicles, and uh, he, he did not reply yet. Now, what is that? Eric, you of all people, I'm surprised. You, you, you're not a nudicle man? Apparently not. Ah, oh, Eric, this seems like totally your bag. So basically... This, this, sounds, this sounds like a song, by the way. <laughs> from, 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 the, from, from Cats. <laughs> nudicle man, nudicle man. Um, so they originally started with dogs and cats when they would neuter them. That's why they're called so, nudicles. Sorry, so it is from Cats. <laughs> In a different way, but absolutely 100% correct. And um, apparently, they've migrated to like human versions now. And they've got like, just like you can get in your ear, they've got different gauges. And so like, you can get like (laughs) gigantic testicles if you want it. I don't know why you would want to, but uh, I was like, Steve, if you had told me you were getting this done, I would have paid a doctor to insert them so that when you woke up, you were like, my balls are swollen. They're like, no, those are those aren't swollen. That's your new balls. So you can give yourself elephantitis. <laughs> but isn't elephantitis just one? So wouldn't you just have it on one side, or can you get it in both? I, to be honest, I'm not an expert on that. I don't know if I could actually speak for an hour on that. But, um, <laughs> but uh, I just, it, 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 I, again, these are all these these are all these assumptions you make and you, and you don't know any better because you don't know any better. It never occurred to me that it was just in one. I just assumed it was in both. So you're saying you're saying elephantitis just affects one side. Yeah, I always thought it was like you get it on it was like um, you know, like it was a a centralized, you know, one testy kind of thing. I didn't know it was in both because that would be even worse. I assume it's in both. Should we pose the question to our audience? Let yeah, us know. yeah, please, yeah, please please post if you have some uh some some knowledge or experience with this. Well, didn't who do we know that had a complication with? A well, I'm going to say I'm, wait before you say anything. I'm going to always say Doug. <laughs> I don't think he's had one. I thought you and I had a mutual friend um, that had a. I think it was actually James that had the complication with the. Um, we should ask him on our other show uh, about the vasectomy. I think he had a, a one that went bad. And ended up getting really sick and had to go to the hospital. When you say it went bad, it's like, oh, this really smells. Well, we know the cure for that now, right? Isn't it uh, cholera? Chlorophyll. Not cholera. Um, <laughs> Definitely chlorophyll. Not. Yeah. If someone offers you cholera, you should probably say no. <laughs> years and years ago when I was going to go to Africa, I went to this place called Passport Express or whatever where you get all your shots. And the lady, they're reading all these things on there, and obviously cholera is one of them. And I said, how like, how do you know when you have cholera? She goes, oh, by the time you know, you're dead. I'm like, what? She's what? like, yeah, that, that's how you tell. Because basically you just can't stop going and you just, you just drain your body so quickly, you're, you die very quickly. And I'm like, that sounds horrible. She's so like, you're saying, yeah. You're saying cholera is worse than being colicky. Uh, n- uh, having had a cholera or a cholera, co- uh, uh, crap. A kid who was prone to having that. I'm going to say the word because I call it. Yeah, thank you for being colicky. Um, that's pretty bad, too. So you don't want that? No, you don't really want any of them. So, okay, let me get this straight. You're just saying any disease or ailment, given the choice, say no. Yeah, unless there's a benefit to it. Yes. Okay. Well, hey, folks, you just heard that here on Today's edition of 142 of uh, Sweetness and Light. So uh, you're welcome. <laughs> and you're a better person for it, right? 
well healthier. <laughs> so I went to work out this morning um, and the woman like, so I do this cardio thing called F45 um, uh-huh. and the woman next to me today, like kept staring at me and kept staring at me. And I'd never seen her before and just kept staring. And by the, by the end, it's like a 45 minute class comes up to me afterwards and goes, do you have a podcast? And I'm uh-huh. like, yes. And she's like, my husband loves it. She goes, I see you on his computer all the time. So, dude. Wow. Pretty exciting, right? Yeah. That's amazing. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. Who is this? Yeah. Uh, one of the ladies I work out with actually didn't get her name. I was leaving, and uh, she just came over to say that. So, hopefully, she's there tomorrow, and I'll find out. Wow. Was she hot? Do you mind my asking? <sighs> I feel bad saying this because... Um, well, especially because uh, they're listeners. So, so before you before you say anything, proceed with caution. Oh, and by the way... with caution. By, by the way, to all of our listeners, you're all hot in our books. Oh, absolutely. And in, in this one, she was in very attractive. I will say that. I just don't want to go any further because uh, uh, her husband apparently is an ex-linebacker. So I uh, just want to say thank you. And she was very, very nice and very appropriate. Well, if all goes well, he could be, you know, for you, he could be her ex-husband at some point. <laughs> I'm sure Kelly would love that. <laughs> Everybody's a winner. My mother-in-law was here this weekend, and Ellen, like, I picked her up at the airport on Thursday, and all the way home, she was catching me up on her side of the family's gossip, and apparently her son, Patrick, uh, moved out of being with his new wife, who's been married a little over a year, and their, you know, Tessa, the sister, um, is moving out of her house. Now, by the way, you're... Your sister-in-law is also a Tessa. That's what I mean. Oh, so it's the same. It's not that she's also a Tessa. They they have the same. It's the same person. It is the same person. All right. So it's not a coincidence. That's that's that. It's just a fact. <laughs> yes, it is just a fact. But uh, you know, Ellen, you've met her before, where she's just a very affable and easygoing Abs- person, and absolutely. she just let this slide off like like it was no big deal. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. There's a flag on the field here. Let, let's let's pause for a second. What? Okay, well, first of all, obviously you've got this linebacker on your mind since you're suddenly making football references, which I'm I've never nervous. heard you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay. And then two, okay, explain what's happening again. So this is what's so crazy. So we're just driving back from the airport, and she just tosses out two just like like it was no big deal at all. She's like, Patrick is uh, moved out of Brooke's house. Huh. And they've been married a little over a year. So I was like... Okay. And she didn't follow up with anything. Like, yes, the marriage is falling, like nothing. Okay. Then she goes into, I said, well, how's Tessa doing? She's like, well, Tessa moved out of uh, her house too. And I'm like, what? So <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, no, sorry. Sorry. So, so the whole family's coming apart. <laughs> Apparently. I mean, the only thing I've never heard Ellen cuss ever, except she said, I said, well, what, you know, cause I kept, pulling and trying to figure out what's going on. So what does Tessa say is wrong with Kellen? And she goes, well, she says he's an asshole. Okay, well, well, that, well, that would do it. That would definitely do it. But I mean, that's it. Like, there's no more details, nothing else. So I, I hope everything's good. I wish them all well. But uh, it seemed to be just common knowledge that wasn't so common to me. 
Yeah. I mean, there's a lot coming out in this show. So, I mean, there, there, there's family strife, which hopefully people can overcome. And, and by the way, every relationship has, has its difficulties. So, you know, so, so, so I'll always remember that, uh, you know, one, one instance of being an asshole doesn't mean someone's universally an asshole. However, if someone's universally an asshole, that's, that's reason to, uh, to no longer be with that person. And two, um, vasectomies. I mean, it's all coming out. <laughs> It is today's family day. I feel like yeah. No, this is it's, it's episode one forty two, aka the reveals. <laughs> we'll call it. That'll be the title of this episode by far. Um, do you have any reveals from your side? Not of that magnitude. Although what I'm going to do, and and okay, here here's just a, a little truth. And uh, I don't usually do this. So so I I religiously post like you know like rollerblading day 300 and 350 and, and 365 because of the one year on on the day itself like you know i i either take the picture or shoot the instagram reel and uh, and edit and throw it up right away okay just for for reasons that we don't need to go into um day 400 of rollerblading was actually friday uh and i shot the video then it's going up today okay. so so there was a bit of a delay for, again, for reasons we don't need to discuss, but there's there's a little bit of a reveal. So for folks who, uh, you know, for 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 the for the hundred thousand or, or more folks who watch the uh, the the day three sixty five uh, reel, here comes its follow up. Well, I'm excited. I can't wait to see it. Now I have to ask. In terms of music, did you add music to it this time too and make it? Well, like, I'm not going to say. I mean, we'll let people All right. see for themselves. All right, cool. Well, I'm excited to see it, and uh, it's going to go up today. It is going to go up today, possibly right after this this episode of Sweetness and Light. That well, congratulations, dude. That's very very exciting. Now I have to ask: um, Are you going to continue this now that you guys are opening up out there? Do you think this trend will continue? I mean, is this like just become part of? Well, your I know life? it's got to end at some point, right? Like, I mean, I didn't expect it to go this long to begin with. I I wish, as we've discussed several times in the show, that I documented it better because, as other Eric says, sure you've done four hundred days, but no one knows that's true except you. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's I wish I had I wish I had taken like 10 seconds of video every day at the beginning or midway through the, the run or something, you know, just so that uh, so we had some documentation of it. I mean, where you can see it's clearly happening is, you know, in all of the milestone dates, obviously my hair is getting longer. So so, you know, these, obviously these weren't all shot the same day, but uh, but I should have done it every day so that uh, so that it was clear, because I think when. Uh, you know, when we approach Guinness and, and Rollerblade to say, look, this guy's rollerbladed more consecutive. And by the way, there's a good chance if you've rollerbladed more than three weeks in a row, you've rollerbladed more than anybody else. But <laughs> but uh, but if you've done 400 days, that's got to be the, the all time world record by far. The So I would agree with you in the U.S., but I can see this continuing. For some reason, I feel like there's got to be more like in Eastern Europe. For some reason. Okay, that's just weird, man. Eastern, I did not, I thought you were going to say Japan because they're into weird things like, you know, all of their crazy <laughs> anime and stuff like that. Or there's, there, you know, there's a Japanese fan of any possible thing. Just like there's someone who want you know, anything could be a fetish. Any possible porn idea you could have, you know, that's, some, someone gets off on that. Japanese support any possible thing that could happen. So I thought you were going to say that. Or I thought you were going to say like Italy or something because, um. You know, Rollerblade is owned by the Italians now, even though it started in the Midwest. So, um, so I, I that's where I thought you were going. Eastern Europe's a bit of a surprise to me. Well, let me just tell you why as we wrap up the show here. So, 
The reason why is that most of the people from that region are still kind of stuck in the 80s. And this is such a big 80s, early 90s thing that I think it would just fit naturally over there. Okay, that's the weirdest. Okay, because their version of the 80s wasn't like our version. Of the, their their version of the 80s was Soviet communism. Yeah, I was going to say communism. Well, that's I don't that's think there was much rollerblading going on in, 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 the, in, the, in the Soviet world. And I don't rollerblade barely existed in the 80s. That's what I'm saying. They're trying to relive the 80s that we lived now over there. Oh, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. That's an interesting <laughs> perspective. So you're saying you're saying the former East, well, the, the current Eastern Europe, but the former Soviet bloc is catching up to where the the West was in the in the 80s. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, a lot of neon. I see when there's posting out there. Um, I guess Madonna's having a huge resurgence out there. So I think it's just, it's a perfect, it's priming beautifully. Madonna for, doesn't need for to for resurge. Madonna, Madonna, Madonna is evergreen. Madonna, yeah, Madonna, Madonna, Madonna has been big since the eighties. Oh, I agree. But just like anyone else's career, it kind of has its, you know, it's ups and downs. I know she's always, you know, not, a, you, you say anyone's career, but not, not the, the, the cast of sweetness and light. That's because we're always going up, baby. Yeah, we're we keep now. Speaking of uh, Madonna and uh, up and down careers, her uh, her ex husband's uh, latest movie just uh, just dropped uh, a couple weeks ago. Now, which one is this? I know it's Sean Penn, but which who's uh, who? What's it called? Well, first, uh, it's not Sean Penn. It's Guy Ritchie. Oh, I forgot she was married to him too. Sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. No, and and, and Guy Ritchie, you know, got, when when they divorced, got uh, half of her considerable wealth at at that point. Oof. Ooh, I can only imagine how much that was. Uh, it was certainly in in the uh, the hundreds of millions. So you know, so I mean, you know, not not uh, f- yeah, for a guy, you know, and it's uh, it kind of jump started his career a little bit more. You know, he he'd always been a a highly loved, beloved director for his uh, his his kind of indie stuff. I don't know if he did as well when he did, when he started doing the more commercial stuff like uh, like Sherlock Holmes and stuff like that. But uh, Wrath of Man. His latest is much more of a um, a callback to uh, to his old stuff. Dude, all right, I'll check it out. Did you like it? I did, I did. So our our friend of the show, Jeanette the Ho, uh, she just she went and saw um, Angelina Jolie's latest film the other day, and uh, and and thought it was a bit of a stinker. I'm not going to go so far, but I'm not going to say it's the best film by any means. Um, it's definitely one of those things one might go to because uh, because there aren't that many things to go to. Whereas okay. uh, Wrath of Man, you know, definitely a uh, fun return to form, return to old form, like Lock, Stock and, you know, and uh, Two Smoking Barrels um, type of uh, Guy Ritchie to some extent. Maybe not quite as wild as that, but uh, but for a guy who's in his 50s now, you know, his uh, his best attempt at going back to his uh, his old, uh, his older, um, less refined, more beloved uh, Uber. Nice, dude. Well... I got to say another fun, fantastic episode. We covered a whole host of awesomeness today. So thank you so much. And um, thank you to our audience. Yeah. And well, well, you know, best of luck to, uh, to, to your brother, Steve. Hopefully it takes. And, um, you know, and he, unless he really enjoyed it and wants to keep on doing it. You know, he says, hey, don't worry if this one doesn't work. I'll do another. And also, uh, you know, best of luck to your uh, your in-laws. And, uh, you know, I have a great deal of love for them, as I know you do. And uh, whatever happens, you want them to be happy and for, for it all to turn out for the best. Absolutely. Thanks, Eric. Have a great day, everybody. And to you. Yeah.